This is SAFM Sport with Tabiso Musia. Yeah, let's talk cricket now. Uh, we tried to avoid it on Friday. Uh, kind of avoid it forever, the, the, the cricket, especially what happened in that first test. Proteus bowled out for 95 and 111 and eventually losing by an innings and 276 runs. First test, uh, the second test starts at midnight on Thursday or early hours of Friday morning. Um, so a few days off for the Proteas, especially after the first test finished inside three days. But let's uh, get the thoughts of a former Protea and a respected coach now, Ashwell Prince, just to find out maybe what could have gone wrong and what they need to t- to do to turn, to turn their fortunes around. Coach, good evening. Thanks for joining us on SAFM tonight. I hope you are well. Good evening. Good evening, Tabisha. Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. How are you? I'm fine. Thanks, Coach. How's it, how does it feel to be back home after being with Bangladesh? Ah, it's lovely to be home. It's uh, been um, quite a lot of time away from my family, so it's good to be back home. Thank you. Is that part of what would have motivated your decision to come back? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Look, I had a very good experience with Bangladesh in the history of of their cricket. Uh, For the first time, they beat New Zealand in a in a home T Twenty series, and they also beat Australia in a home T Twenty series. Uh, and then, of course, we went to New Zealand, and you know, um, pe- uh, uh, not many people will know that Bangladesh had been to New Zealand on a number of tours before, and um, they had played 33 matches across all formats before in New Zealand, um, uh, Test matches, ODIs, and, and T20s, and the record before the last tour to New Zealand was 33 and oh. So they played mm-hmm. 33 and lost 33. Um, and then, of course, um, going there this time, you know, Bangladesh uh, recorded what is probably the uh, most famous victory in the history of cricket, uh, winning a test match in, in, in New Zealand. So to be part of those experiences, um, you know, as uh, and, uh, but, you know, I have to mention that obviously I went to the World Cup as well, which, yes, which yes, wasn't yes. a positive, yeah. which wasn't a positive uh, show by the Bangladeshis at the World Cup. So, but uh, eight, nine months that I've been there has been valuable experience and, you know, I'm sure can only stand in good stead in, in the future. But uh, for now, it's great to be home uh, with the family. Well, talking about that Bangladesh team, Coach Ashwell Prince, that won a test in New Zealand earlier. It was January, right? Earlier this year. When yeah, was it? it was. Uh, we arrived in New Zealand, uh, I think, a day or two before Christmas. Yes. Um, yes so, yes. yeah, we, we were there, um, you know, through Christmas and over the New Year. So that was actually it was a few days before Christmas. Yeah. So, anyway, it was um, the, fir- the first test was in January this year. Yes, and that, and that's that's the test where uh, the, the the team put four hundred and fifty eight on the board. And the reason I'm raising that is because we saw in the first test last week the Proteas could only make ninety five and one hundred and eleven against uh, New Zealand. Did that surprise you? How they just folded um, in their betting? Yeah, um, you know, obviously I was in I was in the studio with SuperSport over the during the test match, mm. and you tried to analyze certain things uh, to be so in terms of the protest performance. And look, at the end of the day, you know, when we're in studio, we are, we do an analysis on the match and we're given our opinions on, on the errors that the players are making and the mistakes, etc. We're also giving credit to New Zealand, etc. But I have to I have to mention, and I did mention it on, on the last day uh, in studio, that, mm. you know, we... we Bangladesh went there... Um, and 
we only had a a ten day tour essentially with the two test matches lasting ten well it's ten days of of test match cricket but but we we were there for thirty five days so we were there uh probably about fifteen or sixteen days before before the first test match it might mm-hmm. have been even longer than that you know I think we spent like eleven days in quarantine actually we spent eleven days in quarantine then we had three days of training outside of quarantine. Then we had a two-day test match. Then we had another three days outside of... Uh, uh, another two days preparation before the first match. So we had about 17 days in the country before the first match. Now, you know, lots of people won't be aware, but, you know, I remember from my playing days, um, traveling to Australia and New Zealand, you know, the scientists uh, and those people obviously working in the medical department, you know, they used to tell us that for your body to adjust to the time zone, mm-hmm. it takes at least one day for every hour of time difference. Now, the time difference between New Zealand and South Africa is 11 hours time difference. Mm-hmm. So you can imagine you're arriving in New Zealand, and let's say, let's say it's nighttime when you arrive in New Zealand, it's daytime. It's the middle of the day. So um, midnight midnight in New Zealand will be uh, kind of 1 o'clock in the afternoon in South Africa. So mm. when you're supposed to be fast asleep in New Zealand at midnight, your body is still only used to the South African time zone, which is 1 o'clock in the afternoon. So, so you spend the whole night lying with your eyes wide open looking at the ceiling. Because you cannot fall asleep because your body is not adjusted to, to the different time zones. Mm. And if a scientist are saying it takes one day for every hour of difference in the time zone, then only after 11 days will your body start getting used to the, the different time zone of being in New Zealand. So for South Africa to play a test match so soon after arriving in New Zealand, I have to say that if I was the coach, I would, I would have been reluctant to accept the, the, the schedule. Mm-hmm. I would have been very reluctant to accept the schedule because this is what we know from history that you need time to get used to the, to the, to the time difference mm-hmm. and, and for your body to acclimatize. So, I mean, I've listened to some of the interviews with Mark Boucher and Captain Alder and Timber have all been saying, you know, they felt that in this test match, the guys' energies were low. And they couldn't quite put their finger on why the energies were low. And for me, you know, I think that's the main reason that they, they haven't been in New Zealand long enough for the bodies to acclimatize to the different time zones. So I'm expecting, I'm expecting to see the South African team that we saw against India. I'm expecting to see that team in the second test match. Now, you know, it might sound like we're making excuses yeah. for the guys. Um, at the end of the day, when you're in the studio, you have to give analysis on the matches, which we did. But we also have to be fair to the players. Mm. You know, you can't just go and, and, and just criticize the players. The players just come off a, off a series against India where they were 1-0 down. They turned it around in the second test. And then obviously they won the test series in, 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 at Newland. So I think we have to be fair to the players. It's really unfair to just criticize the players and say, you know, we performance, we expect better which we do, but let's put all the factors on the table. I think let's put all the factors on the table. It's crucial we do that. 
And just on that note, Coach Ashwell, before I go to the lines there, last week we spoke to uh, Craig Matthews and I, and I asked him a question about not playing a warm-up match. Could that have, have had an effect? Because regardless of the inter-squad matches that you play, Coach, you would think a proper warm-up match is, is still needed, especially for the batters to adjust to the conditions? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I, again, as a player... Um, you know, I remember in the squad, and I, and I don't want to talk too much about when, you know, when we played, mm. but in the squad that we played, there were some people that didn't want practice matches. But as a player myself, I liked practice matches. I wanted to bet as much as possible in my preparation before this match. I I do believe that, you know, South Africa in the, in the first test match, we didn't leave the ball as well as you should now. The pitch had a lot of grass on it. And when the pitch has a lot of grass on it, you can't, bats cannot dominate the ball. Bats are never going to dominate the ball when the pitch has a lot of grass on it. So when, when there's a lot of grass on the pitch, you have to leave a lot of balls. But when you, but when you didn't have a warm-up match, if you didn't play a warm-up match, all the batters, you can imagine, are eager to feel the, to feel the ball on the bat. So they're playing, they're playing, they're playing a lot of balls when... They should be leaving. You should be leaving, and you should be a lot more patient. But unfortunately, they weren't allowed to have a practice match where they can acclimatize to the to the batting conditions. Uh, and and that is again, you know, I think that is unfair to the players again. You know that that they weren't afforded uh, at least a two day match. I mean, it doesn't have to be a three day or a four day match. At least a two day match where everybody gets a good innings in the middle. Um, you know, sometimes in these warm-up matches when, when a bat, batsman fails, let's say a guy goes out for naught or one or whatever the case may be, mm. maybe after six or seven wickets are down, the opposition will allow that guy to come and bat again because it's a warm-up match, it's a practice match, mm. you know. It's not a first-class match. So you get, you, everybody gets a chance to go and bat in the middle and that's what you need before a test match, you know. So I think, it's, again, I think it's unfair on the players that they weren't afforded uh, a, a warm-up match. But then again, you have, to, you have to mention all the factors that are at play. You know, international cricket calendar is so congested these days that, you know, uh, what's happening after this tour? So um, Bangladesh is coming. Then it's IPL. So if we, have to, if we have to put in a warm-up match, are we going to be back in time to play against Bangladesh? If we have to delay the Bangladesh tour, are, we gonna be, are the players going to be uh, ready to go to the IPL in time? You know, so... I don't know all the factors. We as spectators, yourself and myself included, we don't know all of those five factors that, that influence the fact that we didn't have a warm-up match. But what, what, I, what I do think is that we did need a warm-up match. That's what I do believe. Yeah, I also agree with you there, Coach. I'm not making any excuses. It was a, not a great performance and you'll never defend a poor performance. But you got to feel for the boys that at least they didn't get a feel of the conditions, a feel of things before they went into that first test. Colin, in Cape Town, I wonder if you agree with me and Coach Ashwell or you think we're making excuses. No ways. <laughs> no ways. Tabisu, a um, bowling coach, a batting coach, our fielding coach, gets paid. I don't know what to get paid. I heard on the radio uh, yesterday at um, uh, Radio 2000, they're blaming management. Now, has management got anything to do with the 
bowling coach, the batting coach, and the fielding coach, which was to me atrocious. Now, the next point I come to, uh, Astral Prince, uh, practice, practice, practice. Did, did they not practice on that pitch when they were bowled out for 95 and knew the conditions of that pitch and go in for the second innings and know what they are doing? New Zealand scored 400 runs. So, what I'm trying to say is, we've got incompetent people, batsmen, batsmen, that are just there. I don't know if they're there for the money or what. And please don't tell me they must have 10 days of rest. Do you know who the, do you know who the betting coach is, uh, Colin? Yeah. Who is it? I, d- I don't care. I can't uh, offhand now. Uh, we got, uh, I heard on the radio yesterday, uh, three batting coaches. Um, Simon, Simon. Yeah, just, just, yeah. just Justin Simmons. That is. Yeah, Simmons. And then we got uh, Langefeld and we got. Uh, Justin, Anton. Justin, the fielding coach, yes. Yeah, I know them all, but I just can't. I'm so upset now. No, I can I hear can't Colin. Get the names. I can but hear. But you know, they all. Okay, let's let's leave it there just for the sake of time. Before I go to the voice note, Coach Ashwell, I mean, we know uh, Justin Ontong, we know Charles Langefeld, they've played international cricket, but not much is known about the batting coach. And a couple of weeks ago on this show, we actually did raise a question about just the background of the batting coach. I don't know him personally from domestic cricket. I know he's worked at the schools also. Um, for this kind of a position, um, how how critical is it to have international experience? Do you need international experience when you're working with international batters? Um, no, look, I mean, I, I don't think it's necessary for a, for any coach to, it doesn't matter if you're a bowling coach or the head coach or the batting coach or, or any skills coach. Um, I don't think it's necessary to have, um, you know, international experience or first class experience. You know, there, there, there are many coaches around the world in different sports coaches who never played the game at the highest level. But they are good coaches, you know. They understand the game, um, so that's one thing. Understanding the game is one thing. Then sometimes understanding technique is one thing. And you know, different players want to be coached in different ways. Um, I wasn't somebody who wanted a coach to spend a lot of time on technical issues. Mm-hmm. I was a coach. I, I was as a player. I want. I wanted to know that. My plan is sound. My batting plan is sound. I wanted to know that um, anything that the opposition bowlers can throw at me, all the different bowlers, I wanted to understand exactly what kind of ammunition they have and what are they going to throw at me and so that I I can prepare to face that. So as a batsman myself, that's what I wanted. I didn't want the coach to, to stand over me and say, Oh, you know what? Your your hand is not coming quite right. Your swing is this is is not quite right. Your, you know. So I didn't want somebody to fiddle with my technique too much. I trusted my technique. I just needed somebody to bounce ideas in terms of planning against the bowlers that I'm going to be facing. So, but that's me. That's only one player. Mm. You know, every every different player might want some different kind of coach. Some players 
might want a technical coach who's going to be focusing on the technique a lot. You know, that, that wasn't me. Um, and, 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 you know, so as far as Justin is concerned, I'm not entirely sure, um, uh, you know, what he focuses on, uh, whether it's technique, whether it's planning. Um, and another thing that was really important to me was the mental conditioning of, of all the players. Mm-hmm. So I, I, as a player, again, and I'm talking from a player's point of view, um, for, for me, what I thought and what I believe and what is in my mind was very important. You know, and as a coach, I try to reinforce that in players. I try to reinforce, um, you know, their strengths, what they're good at, what they're capable of doing. Um, and, you know, that the, you try and convince the player that whatever the opposition got to, to throw at them, that they have the capability to, to handle it. You know, this is, this, is what we, this is what we did with Bangladesh. Um, and this is what helped us to be successful because... You know, Bangladesh had been there 33 times, not won one game. And to win a test match, you know, to win a T20 match is one thing, but to win a test match is a different thing because a T20 is three hours. You only have to play well for three hours and you can win a T20. But Bangladesh went there and won a test match. It's five days. In a five-day test match, the opposition, if they don't start well, they have a lot of opportunity to come back in a cricket match. And and eventually, almost every time, the best team wins in the test match. You know, it's not a T20 where two or three players have to play uh, unbelievable innings and, you, and then you win the match. You know, a test match is, is the real version of the game. And when you win a test match, you really deserve to have won that match. Nice. And so, for me, the planning, the planning in terms of batting, every individual got to understand his strength. Every individual, I don't like to use the word weaknesses, every individual got to understand his limitations. And, and sometimes you've got you to gotta drop your ego when it comes to your attacking strokes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We always, we always try to attack too much. Or we wanna, but sometimes you've got to drop the ego. If, if something is not a strength of yours, mm-hmm. that's fine. Not not everybody can be A.B. De Valier that's a, that's a Mr. 360. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Can hit the ball to everywhere around the ground. Not everybody can be that. So it's important for players to understand their strengths and their limitations. And and in the last, I mean, in the first match, um, like I said, we're not just going to defend the players. We we have to analyze the game as well. We have to we have to pass comments on what's happening in the game. And for me. It's as if people don't want to be patient. It's as if people just want to dominate the ball. When conditions are certainly favoring the bowlers, it's saying to you, be more patient. Um, Put your attacking strokes away for a little while, wait for the ball to get older, and then your attacking strokes can come out again. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like all-out defense and then all-out attack. Mm. This match cricket is about, about the balance. And, um, you know, when the opposition is applying the pressure, it's about being able to absorb that pressure. And then, you know what, in the late afternoon, we always say you can dominate the bowlers late in the afternoon when they bowl. They're tired. And they're tired and they can come and they're coming back to bowl their, their fourth spell of the day or whatever the case may be. And now you can dominate. But when the bowler's got a fresh, the bowler's fresh in his first try, he's got a hard new kookaburra in his hand. 
mm. and the pitch is green and assisting the bowlers, everything is in the bowlers' favour. You know, mm. you've got to then trust your defensive technique. You've got to trust your leaves. You've got to be patient, you know. And and we saw very little of that in the first test match. And I think as much as we're trying to defend the players with, with the preparation and the time zone mm. differences and all that, um, you know, the application was lacking. There was it was lacking in the first match, and you know I'm hoping, and I and I trust that we will see the the Proteas that beat India. I trust that we will see more of that in in the second test match. Okay, we are talking to Coach Ashwell Prince. We'll just take a quick break and wrap it up after this break, and we'll play your voice notes also. It's SAFM Sport with Tabiso Musia. Hi, hi, member. How? Oh, hi, Ashwell Prince, uh, the legend there. Yeah, I mean, it was strange to see Keegan Peterson, you know, playing uh, there uh, in the T20. It is not there. And very strange. Did you say who was the South African betting coach? Who was Simpson? I don't know, eh? I've never heard of the guy. And, you know, usually those betting specialists, you know, places are actually reserved for former former players. No wonder our betting is failing. It's been failing horrible, horribly wrong. We don't have... Who was the last betting coach before this guy? Good evening, uh, Tabiso. Good evening to Mr. Ashwell Prince Libra here. Um, firstly, the coach, the betting coach, Justin Summons, his credentials, I question them. I mean, he has not played at international level, at test match cricket especially. You know, so I'm very shocked that we have a batting coach who we do not know. I don't know him as, as a player. I know him as a batting coach of the Joseph Stars when they won the MSL. Other than that, I don't know a lot about him. We need legends, protest legends who are not questioned, you know, in terms of racism. Well, people who are, have integrity and are not racially implicated. You know, we need people who have quality in that protest team. And yeah, maybe Herschel Gibson, even Herschel Prince, in fact, can be a great batting coach there. Feeling sorry for Ryan Rickleton. I felt that he should have. Good evening, Tabiso. Good evening, dear guest, Mr. Prince. Look here, uh, uh, Tabiso. That betting coach, he does not deserve to be there, not in senior team. He should be here coaching the under 16 years. You see, we have the likes of Ashley Prince who has have to go to, 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 to Bangladesh. Makayantini has to go to Zimbabwe. Heschel Gibbs has to go to somewhere. You see where the, the problem is. The, the likes of Venon Philander has to go to Pakistan. You see, we have the space in the proteas for them. But because they are black, they are not being consumed. Look, Tabiso, I think if they can have Inokunque, Jeffrey Toyana, Heschel uh, Kips as a betting consultant, Makayantin as bowling consultant, we go on. Yeah, that's a whole show altogether now that you guys are starting there with the voice notes. But thanks um, thanks for those. Um, Coach, just selection-wise now, did they get it right? And by the way, Libra, I didn't cut you about Ryan Rickleton. Just someone might think I cut you because I was defending Hamza on social media the other day. I felt Ryan Rickleton could have played at the Wanderers when India was here because his home ground, he was scoring runs and all of that. But for people to downplay Hamza's inclusion in the team, former SAA captain, an SAA captain and somebody who's played test cricket, I just thought that was not fair. Selection-wise, did they get it right, Coach Ashwin, not going with the spinner and the extra batter? And do you see any changes going forward? Um, Tabisha, again, like, 
uh, when it comes to selection, um, it really depends on the coach and how he feels. For instance, I'm first going to I'm first going to touch on where, on whether we, the team should have a spinner or not have a spinner. So, firstly, I'll focus on that. So, it's really dependent on the coach and the and the and the senior players, which will be the captain and one or two other seniors, on how they best feel when they look at the pitch, how they best feel they can win the match. Um, I know that when Bangladesh played against New Zealand, uh, on those two pitches, they didn't select a spinner because really they leave a lot of grass on the pitch. They really do. And, and, and sometimes I doubt very much whether any South African that is there at the moment in playing in that matches mm-hmm. have seen so much grass on the pitch. Oh, no. Oh, are we out of time? Oh, apologies, apologies. Coach Ashwell, apologies for that. I didn't mean to cut you off, but it's already 8 o'clock and it's time for the news. Hopefully we'll catch up again, Coach, but we've loved your analysis and hearing you on TV. Sorry for that, but thanks for joining us on SAFM tonight, Coach Ashwell. Is it still there? Is it still there? Can you hear me? Oh, okay, sorry. Thanks for joining us, Coach Ashwell. Apologies, I didn't realize we were out of time. Jeez, where where did the time go today, sir? unbelievable it's already eight o'clock i do apologize folks we had so many questions here for coach ashwell prince we have to go to news we're back again tomorrow we'll we'll pick it up again maybe tomorrow or later on in the week apologies also to bafana we'll speak to bafana tomorrow we couldn't get to afcon because we're talking a lot of cricket and rugby